Welcome back to Super Rankings, where you can come for Superman. But stay for Mulder. Mulder, you you can stay X number of minutes for Mulder, and then I'm sorry, you can't stay for Mulder That's anymore. It. No, and well, you're going to find out why. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, we took, uh, this time it was your turn to go on vacation. That's you right. went to Disneyland. I went to Disneyland. It was my birthday last week. And yeah, happy birthday. Thank you very much. It was the big 4-0, so we went all out. Yeah. I had saved up for two years. It was only one year, and then COVID hit. Yeah, oh yeah. So it was two was years. So. <laughs> uh, which, on the you know, on the bright side, I had the money was no, uh, didn't have to stress about it. That's no big feeling. deal. We took my mom, nice. sweet old lady who's almost eighty. She was on. We rented her a scooter, motorized a little scooter, and. Nice. God help it. She she hung in there. She did most of the rides. Nice. Um, she was, I, I saw her yesterday. She looks whiplashed. She oh, looks tired. So. <laughs> but I had a good time. Um, all the rides were working except for one. <laughs> but that, that's how Disneyland works. Yeah. I got to see the Marvel area. Oh, I have not been there since they did that whole thing. Uh, so there's still one thing they haven't opened up yet, but... Uh, I got to eat a ginormous pretzel at the Ant-Man area. Oh, fun. So their whole shtick is they make food big or little. Yep. And they got a pretzel that's really big, and they got, you know, uh, like a, a spaghetti meal where it's a ginormous meatball, but just a little bit of spaghetti, and <laughs> you get it shrinking. And yeah. All that. And then I got my picture taken in front of the Doctor Strange area, which is neat. Fun. And I rode the Spider-Man ride. Oh, the animatronic Spider-Man. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please check it out. I'm not, I don't work for Disney. I don't give a shit. They don't pay us. <laughs> but they, they got this show and Spider-Man does his thing. And then they launch this like robotic mannequin in the air that looks like it's web swinging. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. If you're a comic book nerd who's in his early 40s, <laughs> that uh, gave me a big boner. So <laughs> nice. yeah, that was how my birthday went. Very nice. Well, happy birthday. Kenny brought back a coffee cup for me. That's awesome. That's yeah. perfect. I was just, uh, that's going to be my work coffee cup. Because nice. we were just we were just talking before the show about how my, my home coffee cup is is my Mount Fuji cup. It's when I took a trip to Japan like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my week wasn't nearly as exciting. I watched, I've, I've been on this weird dune kick lately. Yeah. Walk without rhythm. And I got a wild hair up my ass. And I watched, because we already talked about the new movie that's out. Yep. And I watched not even the David Lynch version, but the 2000 sci-fi miniseries the version. The James McAvoy? I, well, I haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. Because that, uh, that was Children of Dune, but there was a miniseries before that. Okay. And I'm watching it that, that covered, like, the first novel. Um, and I'm watching it, and I think it might actually be my favorite version so really? far. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I've seen the David Lynch, and I saw the new one. Yeah, so this version, like, look, you've got to be good with the fact that it looks and feels like a mid, like FMV cutscenes from a mid-90s <laughs> PC game. Got it. <clears throat> of which there also was one. Uh, and I watched that, too, the FMV cutscenes, and it's just John Reese davis Oh, yeah. He's got a great voice. Oh, he's amazing. And it's not even just the voice. He's, like, dressed up in a military uniform, and he's, like, your quest giver guy in that old game, which I never played. I never... I Doom 2, right? That was the popular PC game? Yeah, yeah. And... It's just him ranting about, you've got to go and get the spice for the Emperor, because because <laughs> fucking I'm John Reese davis Dude. I will cash a paycheck. When you do the uh, the ride at Indiana Jones, it's him. Yeah! And it's great! It's like, <laughs> ah, it's the guy! It's yep. Gimli! He's, 
He's he's one of those guys that he will he will cash whatever paycheck you give him and he will give it his all. Yeah. He will do whatever bullshit with gusto. He just wanted us to tighten our seatbelts and yep. make sure you had all your belongings in the uh undercarriage of the car. But he sold it, man. Right? <laughs> it's like I will buckle my seatbelt. John Reese Davies told me to. Yeah, well, there wasn't any John Reese Davies uh in today's no, episode. No, but we've had him before. We have. He was Wormwood. That's right. It wasn't lame episode but he like you said yep. cashed that check and made it happen yep so i i hope there's more john reese davies in the dc dcau i don't know if there is or not to be honest yeah. but i mean we got some more michael dorn this week so yep. it was all right and we did we watched apocalypse now parts one and two this week apocalypse we've all been there that's right. This is a big one, and boy, howdy, is it depressing. Yeah, it's this is, this is a big old sad fest. <laughs> so take your Prozacs, and uh, I don't know, like, try to find a way to bear through it, because, uh, yeah, this is a dark one. Yeah, so it, it opens up, and uh, this, this armored car convoy is pulling into this giant fortress-looking structure. I guess this is the kind of police station you have to have if you're in frickin' Metropolis. Yeah. And it's it's Mulder and Scully, our old pals. Yeah, they just did a big raid on Inner Gang, and they've got twenty million dollars in cash that they they seized in this raid. That uh, that they're gonna they're gonna bring. Look, Inner Gang is cartoonishly evil. Yeah, so this is okay. Speaking of depressing things, don't Google anything about police seizures of, of property <laughs> if you'd rather not be real depressed yeah. today. Uh, <laughs> but in in the, the brightly colored fictional world of superheroes, these cops are the good guys. <laughs> and they, they've got a lot of money. Yep. And uh, they're going to put it in its proper place. But lo and behold... It's a goddamn flying saucer hover tank. It, it, <laughs> so I watched this episode, but yesterday or two days ago now, yeah. I watched Oblivion. It's a Tom Cruise sci-fi movie. Okay. There are drones that look just like these drones. <laughs> it was, I was like, I got two days back to back of drones. <laughs> I think it, I think it bears talking about this hover tank a little because design wise, I don't know about you, but I'm sitting here like this is where the entire design aesthetic of Batman Beyond comes from. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's too two cannons yeah but it has this i don't know how you would describe the the drawings it's almost like a tattoo yeah uh, or like a circuit board but just yeah yeah lots of harsh angles leading to circles and lines and it's hard to describe but when you see it you can't really unsee you'll know exactly what we're talking about yeah but it it rolls up some robot tentacles shoot out and bust through the wall there's a, a firefight the police are are trying to defend the cash but just nothing doing and and scully gets hit by falling rubble in the struggle that's right and that pisses off Mulder. yeah he's uh, real mad his yeah. eyebrows are just <laughs> angry with rage i said fuck you and your eyebrows and he shoots at the tank of course that don't do nothing yep uh luckily superman shows up yep he uh He's, he's getting into a big old punch fest, and it's kind of a running punch fest slash chase through the, I guess, over the streets, because it is a, like I said, a hovering tank. Yes. Uh, but uh, it eventually, it, it shoots him with a Nova bomb, and that knocks him out for, for a couple seconds, but he gets right back up. What finally gets him is this, like, drone pod that it fires out that busts out, like, a tuning fork thing that's yeah. 
windows are shattering. Superman gets a nosebleed and he's bleeding out his ears yeah. from this sonic attack. Kids and, cartoon, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can tell it's serious business when... I, I think this was one of those... What's the rule? You, you get to have one or two F-bombs in, in a, a PG-13 movie? I think you get one, but... Yeah, I think it's just one. I think you're right. Or like... Uh, uh, you can have nudity, but it can only be a butt or maybe... Maybe the tops. Yeah, so they, you know, you can always tell, like, ooh, this is the absolute maximum the censors would let them get away with. Yeah. And, they, okay, you get one scene with blood. All right, this is where we're going to use it. Yes. <laughs> but, yep, the bad guys get away, and they, they bring that money back to Bruno Mannheim. He's back. He's back. He's out of purgatory slash hell slash yeah apocalypse, uh, apocalypse jerk planet. jail <laughs> uh he's super happy the uh tanks were part of a a test yep and uh they worked like a charm he got his money yep he's he's super stoked but uh dark side's calling him up on the old hologram phone and saying hey i'm i'm happy that you're happy but also fuck money yeah. Fuck money so much. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a, a Heath Ledger Joker and burn it just to show you. And uh, he says, "Now keep in mind, I'll make you a king. You just yeah. this stick is, with me, kid. This is chicken feed. Yeah, exactly. You want to be in charge of a world, or do you want twenty million dollars? Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll take the entire planet. <laughs> so, but uh, and then from here, it's a little fishy for me. I can't. Yeah, yeah, because like you said, you watched this a couple days ago at this point. So oh, uh, uh, Scully's in the hospital. Yeah, Scully's in the hospital. She's holding hands with a a woman who could very well be her sister. That's not her sister. That's I the... my jaw dropped. I was like, <laughs> I watched it with my wife. I was like, yep. Sarah, I think I think that's a partner. Yeah, like, they, <laughs> they did a gay lady on TV in the nineties. <laughs> this was. Okay, in the mid-90s, this was actually progressive. Nowadays, Disney does it, and it's passive-progressive. I had to look up what passive-progressive meant. <laughs> and it, it's credited, Red Letter Media is credited with coining the term. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I'm not surprised, but yeah. <laughs> Disney doesn't get credit for doing this shit in the year of our Lord 2021, because guess what? They were doing it in Superman 20 goddamn <laughs> years ago. All right? If you want to be progressive, you need to actually progress from where we were 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago, this was groundbreaking. Just do it. Who cares? Who cares? And uh, Scully is injured. She cannot help Mulder. Mulder says he's going to go it alone. Scully, you can tell Scully and Mulder, they, they're, obviously it's not a romantic relationship, but it is a strong relationship. Yeah, she and cares about her partner. Yeah, And he's obviously pissed she's in the hospital. Yep. But you know who else is pissed? Fucking Orion. Ah, Who's yes. Who's Orion, you ask? You're about to find out. <laughs> he comes boom-tubing in. He is on a chair-like... You know what? I? It's a hover segue is what it is. Okay. <laughs> it's a rocket chair. <laughs> yeah, he's sort of like kneeling and he's got his feet in stirrups and it's got handlebars. I swear to Christ, it's a flying segue. Yeah. I don't, I don't care for Orion much. I don't know how you feel about this he's dude. He's all right. He's, he's all right. He's forgettable. Yeah. But he's, he, he's here for exposition. Yep. He, he says, I got to warn Superman. He's, he's super. He goes straight up to uh, to Clark. Lois and, and Lois Lane and Clark Kent are at a police press conference about the incident. And he goes straight up to Clark and says, Superman. <laughs> Pregnant pause. 
must warn <laughs> Superman. <laughs> and Lois, of course, in this moment, puts two and two together. Everybody's always talking about Superman when they mean Clark and vice versa. I wonder if this is indicative of anything. No! No, no unfortunately no, not. No. Uh, <laughs> but he, he drops the exposition dump. Hey. It's a big dump, too. It's a big dump. He, this is like... This is like the day after Thanksgiving dinner level of dump, okay? <laughs> yeah, this is... We're going to space and we're going to two planets and... Oh, yeah, okay. So there was these two plan. There was this one planet, I guess. This primordial ancient planet that split into two somehow and one was the good planet and one was the evil planet. Uh, the good planet is very far off technologically... Uh, very peaceful, yep. and you know they look like uh, normal white people. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much yeah, very uh, ancient Greek sort of aesthetic to it. Yeah, you know, lots yeah. of white marble pillars, and it's led by a, a man that I called Space Moses in my notes. Yeah, he looks like Moses. Yeah, he's he's called the High Father. I'm right. going to call him Space Moses. And then you've got the Dark Side. Yep, Apocalypse. His planet is filled with lava and yep. explosions and slaves. And monsters, and yeah, that's the bad planet. Yep, Darkseid rules it, and he loves suffering. It it makes him him happy when his people suffer, and he loves it. And so those two planets have been at constant war. Yep, but they they made a peace treaty, and part of this peace treaty is we gotta swap suns. This is this is the newest series on Pornhub, Sun Swap. (laughs) You give me mine, I'll give you yours. We will raise them like they're our own, and hopefully this will. Keep the peace between our two planets. I, I think it's supposed to be like an exchange of hostages type thing. Like, if you piss me off too bad, I could do bad things to your son, Maybe. who's yeah. also my son, sort of. Yeah. But in the meantime, Darkseid's been off conquering worlds. He's searching for the anti-life equation. Yeah. I forget if this... The anti-life equation is one of those things in comic books that... Just don't think too hard about it. It's real yeah, dumb. just let it happen. Here, here <laughs> it's just... It's really just there to make comic book geeks go, that's the thing! That's the thing from the comic book from the 60s! Yes. And it makes them excited, but it's really just background detail. It's world building. Don't worry about it. Dark side bad man. That's all you gotta know. Uh, But he's coming to Earth next. Yes. Maybe Earth has the anti-life equation. You don't know. They're scientists. Yeah, there's lots of... Maybe maybe Hamilton Hamilton has it. it Could be. Could be. He's a smart guy. Only one way to find out, and that's to conquer the Earth. So he shows up... (laughs) Uh, goes on every station throughout the world and yep. says this long, it's essentially, I've got your planet, you belong to me, give up now. Yep, so he's, yeah, he's, he's attacking, he's got uh, uh, two, two, one hover tank was bad, two hover tanks are worse, they're attacking an Air Force base. Yep. Superman has to, and Orion have to team up and go punch tanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And Orion does most of the tank punching yeah. in this. This is sort of the big third act punch fest of our of part one of our two-parter. Yeah, he's got a laser that does more damage than Superman punching. Yeah, Superman gets pinned by one of the robot tentacles pretty early in the fight and does not do much for the rest of this fight. But, they, but I mean, it shows that how strong Darkseid's technology is. Yeah, and but they do eventually beat off the tanks... And Orion says, look, I'm going to go wherever Captain Marvel goes between movies uh, <laughs> in the MCU. Uh, but I, th- I think he says, I've got to go report to Space Moses and just let him know what's going on. But look, if you need me, which you will. In fact, I probably shouldn't even be leaving because they're going to attack again like right after this. But 
theoretically, if you need me, here's one of those, like, Applebee's pagers when your table's ready. Yep. Just hit the big button, and I'll come back and punch more tanks. It'll be good. And, and, and it's a good thing yeah. that he left, because if he just stuck around for, like, five more minutes, he would have seen Bruno Mannheim and Darkseid and a bunch of parademons who are these, like, flying jetpack alien jerks. Yeah. They, they're taking over a nuclear power plant. There's some big ominous music. Oh, that's right. Because and Mannheim. Mannheim. Yes, Mannheim is also a part of this to put a gizmo on the nuclear power plant. And uh, he obviously gets betrayed by Darkseid. Yep, Darkseid says, by the way, you're the king of idiots. Gotcha, fool. <laughs> Fuck you, Darkseid <laughs> out. And this, this nuclear reactor is about to go critical. Mannheim narrowly manages to escape on a speedboat just as it's exploding behind him in a giant mushroom cloud. Mannheim's dead, right? We don't I see him for the rest so. of this episode. I would assume so. He's like, he's just barely clear of the explosion. It's one of those like, Look, it's... I mean, I'm sitting here like, wow, mushroom clouds going off right off the coast of Metropolis. Everybody here's got leukemia now, right? (laughs) Every man, woman, and child in Metropolis now has cancer. That's how this works. We see the wave, like... Flight uh, uh, knock the boat off. So I'm assuming it's a not an on-screen death, but it is definitely a death. Yeah. Which if look if we never see Mannheim again, you'll know why. Yeah. But in the meantime, that's kind of our big like episode-ending cliffhanger to be continued. Mushroom cloud over the coast of Metropolis, and we pick back up in part two. We got Hamilton. Hamilton. He's he's analyzing this thing that just happened. It's it's even bigger than just a mushroom cloud. Something about that gizmo is using the power of the nuclear power plant to drill to the Earth's core, where there will just be, I guess, just a permanent tube to the Earth's core where fire can come out. Yeah. They're going to make the planet look like Apocalypse with the big fire lava tubes everywhere. We can't have that. So. No, that's a jerk planet. Uh, Superman devises a good idea to drill... Yeah, well, first he says, I mean, obviously, I got to call Orion. He was just here five minutes ago. He'll come right back. Oh, no, the Applebee's pager got hit by the EMP of of the mushroom cloud. That's broken, so we'll never see that guy again. We're fucked. We're on our own. Yeah. So Superman does a spinny spin uh, drill maneuver to kind of make like a underground, underwater uh, cooling tank. Yeah, I guess he the, the idea is this tube that's drilling to the Earth's core... He, he lets a bunch of water into it, which boils the ocean for a bit, but puts out the big fire. There you go. So that's, uh, that's, that's one problem solved. There you go. But Darkseid shows up in the flesh this time, not even in holograms. Like, Superman, I wanted to make this planet real lava, and you stopped me, and I don't like that, so I'm going to hit you with eye lasers now. He does, and Superman's knocked down. Yeah, he's real tired. He drilled lots of holes. He's going to use him yep. as a uh, martyr. Yeah, he, he gives them the whole villain speech like, look, if you join me, I could maybe see my way clear to saving like maybe a city's worth of people and, and letting them live when I exterminate the population of the planet. But if you fight me, I'm going to have to make you a martyr and, and kill all the people. Well, 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 we be evil friends. And Superman says no go. No, he doesn't and, want to be evil friends. As a result, he gets uh, they put him in this like display case. Yeah. With his arms uh, tied up in these, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, uh, big metal restraints yeah. on the top of a very large tank. Yes. Much larger than the two tanks from before. 
Loves them tanks. Dark side loves tanks. <laughs> you know, you know who has the clown tank. I bet Dark Side took He's the clown. The one. I bet he took the. I bet he collected it from the Arctic, where it obviously went. He took it from the boom tube to Apocalypse. He said, "This is the greatest invention ever. <laughs> this clown is going to be my best friend. This Santa clown." <laughs> I really want to see that. I want to see the clown tank in a, in a background shot. Yeah, in on Apocalypse. Planet Apocalypse. <laughs> That's like, great. With his big Santa clown arms, like taking selfies with parademons. They love him there. Yeah. <laughs> but that'll be for a future episode. Uh, never. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in, in the meantime, it's fucking World War Three in Metropolis. You got yourself, you know, armies and, and air forces, and they're all shooting missiles and guns, and we're all fighting these demons. And yep, Mulder's Mulder's in the mix. He's shooting bazookas at things. He's yeah. taking out parademons left and right. Seems like they're doing actually pretty well considering alien conquerors. Mm-hmm. But that's when the the big giant. Incredibly huge tank rolls up with Superman, all all trussed up, and Darkseid's giving his big speech about abandon all hope. I'm Darkseid. I did this to the strongest guy you got. You, you really ought to just be my slaves. And, uh, and I will kill most of you. Mulder says, in a pig's eye. Yeah, and he, he picks up one of the laser spears from one of the parademons and chucks it at the restraints and Superman gets out and they're getting ready for a big, even bigger punch fest. Boy, howdy. Calabax in the mix. Remember him? Ah, that's right. He gets your Michael Dorn fix. It works. Yeah. Uh, and I believe Orion shows up at this time, yeah. right? You know what? We, we forgot all about Steppenwolf. I like to dream. You know why? Because oh, he's forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the Justice League movie, Steppenwolf. Yep, he's a, a, a guy, he has a sword, he drops the sword, he picks the sword up, he's got a hover bike. I don't I don't know why we needed another lackey for Darkseid besides, like, he's not doing anything that Calabac hasn't done. Yeah. He gets defeated pretty easily. Yeah, he sucks. Moving on! Moving on! <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's that one guy with a, like a Steppenwolf action figure going, aww. Yeah. <laughs> Calabac and Superman have another little punch fest, but uh, yeah, apparently this is how long it took round trip for Orion to go back to, to Space Moses and say, hey, Darkseid's off conquering planets again. We should probably put a stop to that. So they show up with their army and say, hey, Space Moses says Earth is off limits. So just get out of here or else we're going to throw down right now. And Darkseid says, well, you're, you're technically my son. And you're better than this Michael Doran sounding motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll leave. But as a final middle finger on the way out, out the door, I'm going to eye laser Mulder. That's right. Mulder's dead. On screen, death, cut to the Jewish funeral, and everybody's real sad. Luthor's there. Uh, apparently he was friends with Mulder, I guess. I mean, he cheered on all the people to, like, stand up yeah. against this clearly omnipotent being but rather than take it in the ass he said hey guys let's fight this guy let's yep. not you know live a lifetime of slavery so yeah maybe uh, lex luther enjoyed that yeah you know lex luther i uh, he's he's one of those he's one of those guys that yeah he'll he'll try to take over the world and you should probably watch out for that but if some other asshole's gonna gonna show up and try to take <laughs> over the world he'll i wish i wish we'd gotten more out of luther this episode yeah but yeah 
Anyway, the as the episode ends, Superman is standing over poor Mulder's grave, which uh, says Earth's greatest hero on it. And Superman good. says, in the end, the Earth didn't need a Superman, just a brave one. And also an alien army. Deus Ex Machina <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Thus ends Apocalypse Now, parts one and two. Woo! Kenny, did this episode hold up? It did. But it was a rough one to sit through. Yeah, this was... So, I mean, I want to get the criticism out of the way first. It felt like Superman didn't have much to do this episode. It felt like the, the alien peoples kind of did everything. Mm-hmm. And also, like, so okay, so Darkseid is an interplanetary conquering man, right? Goes around conquering planets. If all the new Genesis people and Space Moses have to do to stop him is show up on a planet and say, hey, don't do that. Why don't they do that for every planet? I don't know. Why is Earth the one planet that, well, clearly can't let him have Earth? So, like, the big overarching conflict and plot seemed kind of half-baked. On the other hand, the Mulder death scene, like, sort of surprisingly worked. Yes. Maybe it's just because Superman was... Superman gets pissed. He does. We forgot to mention the death of Mulder throws him into a a fit, a furious fit. Yeah, he goes after Darkseid, but Darkseid can't quite catch up to him. Darkseid already pieced out out of the boom tube, and Superman's busting up the tank. And I'm, I'm over here like, you know, I like this death because... It's actually not, it's not like a noble sacrifice. It's not like he goes out defending something important. He doesn't accomplish anything with his death. That's just Darkseid being a dick. Yep. It is so petty. Yeah. Because he knows he can get away with it. Because it's not like the new Genesis people, because he's, they're getting their way. He's leaving. The earth is safe. But he's going to do this one thing just to be an asshole on the way out. Because what are you going to do? You're going to start a war over this one guy? Yeah. And he gets away with that. And that's... I don't know. There's something to that. Mm -hmm. It's Like, sometimes death just fucking happens and it sucks and no greater purpose is is served. And you just got to deal with it. Yeah. I think that's a... That's a rough note to go out on, and, and it, I, I appreciate that. And it's a children's cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> In the 90s. So I've I've got my problems with this episode, honestly, but that's if you got to go out on a note, that's a hell of a note to go out on. So on balance, I will say this episode holds up. I concur. All right. Well, there's nothing left to do then but boot up our science machine. Yeah. All right, Reggie. I'm a disciple of science. I'm you like Reggie. Your... It's been a couple of weeks, buddy. <laughs> you like your souvenir keychain? Yeah. All right. Oh, you got you got tiny ones for the hamsters yeah, I from, did. The, from the Ant-Man. They had the tiny keychain. I got the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I thought they'd like that. Oh, we, we never named the hamsters. They're named Chippendale now. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh shit, we got three. What are we going to uh, name the third one? You Schmollis. There we go. Chip Dale Schmollis. All right. <laughs> uh, well, the machines are up. I guess what? Lab coat's on. Pants is off. Woo! All right. <laughs> All right. Get out the old list here. It's that time. I hope you uh, you gave your lungs a nice rest because we got 32 of these while you were on vacation. Okay. There you go. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
The late Mr. Kent mixed with pixelated last on a Krypton target, world's finest little piece of home Promethean prototype, Bizarro's World, Identity Crisis, brand new Metropolis, fun and games, the way of all flesh, blast from the past, tools of the trade, solar power, my girl, stolen memories, heavy metal feeding, time speed, demons, main man, hands of fate, monkey fun, ghost of the machine, life warp. Father's Day, Warrior Queen, two's the crowd, double dose, action figures, mummies alive, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> I failed you all. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, it's only going to get harder from here. <sighs> oh, it's like uh, it's like Valentine's Day. Damn it. Only going to get harder from here. <laughs> That's uh, what she said. <laughs> all right. Pull up the old random number generator here. Is Apocalypse Now Parts 1 and 2 better or worse than number 13, The Way of All Flesh? That is the introduction of Metallo. Man, those are two episodes that are largely just big old punch fests. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Apocalypse Now. Because of A, the death scene, and B, there were some huge action set pieces. I mean, he drills into the Earth's core. Um, I, that's the way and I'll go. I'm going to concur. And it's largely, it's largely down to the end. Okay. Because I think the way of all flesh had more cool stuff getting there. It had Luthor being a dick, mm-hmm. which I always appreciate. It had Malcolm McDowell's smooth, buttery voice. (laughs) But, and yeah, Apocalypse Now was kind of, it was big and bombastic, which is fine, but it was also kind of dumb right up until the end. But that end saves it. Yeah. I think it really does. Okay. Also, Scully's got a girlfriend, and that's nice. Yeah. It managed to actually be progressive for 90s TV. So, all right. In that case... Does Scully get a new partner? Ooh, I don't know. Man, that would... How'd how'd you like to be that guy? Like, yeah, Earth's Greatest Hero went out like a boss, and everybody loves him. So, uh, you know, strap on these size 13s, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll find out as as we move on. Presumably. But in the meantime, is Apocalypse Now better or worse than number 9, Bizarro's World? It is Bizarro! Which one was that one? That was the second Bizarro episode, the one where he tries to create the new Krypton, and then they, they Superman leaves him on the planet with the with the alien dog at the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I'm not married to it, but I do think Apocalypse Now is better. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of leaning the other way. I feel like neither of us wants to knife fight over it. Let's let's get into some science. Yeah, I'm yeah. down. So. I don't know, but as as I'm thinking through it, as I'm, like, mustering my arguments, I'm almost talking myself back around, because I like Bizarro's World a lot, and that's a character that obviously I have a lot of affection for. But up until the end, which I loved, it was largely a retread of Identity Crisis, the previous mm-hmm. Bizarro episode. Then again, this this one up until the end wasn't that great either. They had some cool designs, those tanks, which we'll see in yeah. Batman Beyond. Yeah. Bizarro's world had Luthor getting his office destroyed a couple of times, though, which was pretty good. <laughs> I think I think I'd still give the edge to 
God, shit. Now I don't even know. Fuck, this is hot. This is a good one. It's close. Damn. I'm trying. I, I always have to cast my mind back to the older older episode. Like, is there anything that I'm forgetting about that one that that would would tip the balance? I like the fact that Mulder got the crowd cheering and, and joined his, you know, crusade against the beast that is uh, Darkseid. Yeah, that was that was a very like second Sam Raimi Spider Man or no yeah, no the first, first one. one. You yeah. messed with Spider Man, you messed with all of New York. Yeah. <laughs> Can tell that movie uh was was already in post production when nine eleven happened. Yeah. Like, oh we got a mm, New York New York's been through some shit. We should really uh we should really write him a scene here. Yeah. We uh do we do we got a crew for some pickups? Can we uh <laughs> shoot another scene here real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think I would still give it to Bizarro's World just because this. You know what this felt like? This felt like you know the 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 term backdoor pilot. I wish Drip was a backdoor pilot. Maybe then I wouldn't be pregnant. <laughs> Anal sex. Got it. Yes. Yeah. This felt like a backdoor pilot to a new Genesis series that never got picked okay, up. Okay. Yeah. You know, like. I'm sitting here like, this is fine, but I watch Superman because I want to watch Superman. And I didn't sign on to this for for Orion and Calabac, you know? I, I see that. I, I wanted to see our characters save the day, not these randos who... And it was stupid that, here's my beeper, oh, it doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, oh but yeah. here I'm back anyway. I agree. I think uh, you won me over. Yeah, it's it's close. It's real close. All right. I'm glad we I'm glad we got into that deep science yes. though. You know, any any time you're you're potentially cracking the top ten, that's that's nothing to take lightly. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this could still crack the top ten because R and Jesus wants to know: Is Apocalypse Now better or worse than Number Ten? It's the other Bizarro episode. It's Identity Crisis. You will be bewildered and amazed by Bizarro Vision. There, I think I might give it the edge to Apocalypse Now. I'm trying to decide whether I just like the idea of this being the meat in a Bizarro sandwich. <laughs> but that's one where, like, I'm I'm really digging into this episode for being, at the end of the day, kind of dumb. And Identity Crisis had some of that kind of dumb, too, with... Luthor, like, doing the James Bond thing and just telling his whole evil plan for no reason. Yeah. I could see that being the difference maker. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I think I'm going to go with Apocalypse over the Bizarro, the first one. Yeah. Just because I I think it was a cool introduction of the character but then there's uh it kind of falls apart once he goes to Lex Luthor and he's obviously mutating into this yeah. um, different version and Lex Luthor's like oh well I tried <laughs> so I think you get I mean Darkseid is wanting to destroy Earth with lava tubes yeah it's big. It is stupid. Yeah. But sometimes I'm in the mood for a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. I know they're not Shakespeare's, but every once in a while I want to watch Armageddon. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've only watched Armageddon once. 
I, uh, now, now The Rock, that's the Michael that's Bay a movie. Good one. I'll, I'll go that's back a good to that one. over and over. Uh, I'm going to go Apocalypse now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to concur. All right, so with that, Apocalypse Now narrowly edging its way into the top ten at the new number ten spot, just below Bizarro's World, and just above Identity Crisis. Okay. Like you said, it's a Bizarro sandwich. It is a Bizarro sandwich. And uh, let's see what kind of sandwich we're going to have next week. Okay. Next week, it's another two-parter. God damn. It is, yeah. (laughs) We are always exhausted coming off of these recording sessions for two-parters. It is Little Girl Lost, parts one and two. The only thing I remember about this episode is that, uh, hey, you like yourself some Supergirl? Because you're going to get some Supergirl. That's all I remember, too. She's young, she's attractive, she's Bruce Tim Design. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so we'll see how uh, how action-packed it is next time. Yep, that'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Ski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash super rankings, where you can pledge one, five or $10 a month. Help us uh, keep those hamsters and little miniature keychains. Yeah. yeah. Chip Dale and schmuckus. <laughs> uh, and you can also tell a friend, you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. You can give us a five-star review on Apple podcasts or probably other places too. I don't know. I use Pocket Cast, so what do I what do I know? I'm I an just, Android man. I just finally got Spotify. Oh yeah, yeah, we are on Spotify. <laughs> Sarah hooked it up on my phone. <laughs> I'm I'm in the 21st century. Yay! <laughs> 20 years too late, but hey. Yeah, well, <laughs> that just means you get uh, you get uh, credit for being progressive if there you do it go. 20 years ago. That's it's fine. right. <laughs> So you can catch us on uh, the Spotify, too. Yeah, and you can catch us next week for Little Girl Lost. All right, bye, everybody.